Hey guys, welcome again to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. I have no doubt that by this week's guests, this week's episode, you will be blessed, refreshed, and encouraged in your journey of faith. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And also remember that hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. Remember, don't forget to enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome again to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know, you're probably thinking, wait, we've had this guy on before. You're wrong. This is actually his third time on the podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to have one of my closest, dearest friends back on the podcast episode, because today is a topic that for me and him is really effortless to talk about. The topic of today's uh, podcast episode is called The Impact of CHH on Our Lives. If you don't know what CHH is, it's simply Christian hip hop. And I'm going to pass it over to the man himself. Jordan, my man, welcome back, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm excited about this topic. Yeah. It's going to be good. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, man. I have no doubt. Um, Because we've been friends, man, now for nine years. I've been actually reflecting on it last since our last episode with Chelsea, man, and yourself. And I'm, I've really been so thankful, man, of just God hasn't just brought people into my life. He's brought solid people into my life. And that's what I'm very thankful for. Because even for us, man, even before I had that first initial conversation with you at a Volker that youth weekend many years ago, I heard about you um, through the summer for our conference. My mom, um, I think it was my mom's first year, she went down there with Emma and Danny. And there was, um, it's called a ministry night at the summer for our conference. And yourself, uh, Rafa, Sam Guilfoyle and uh, Maisie were doing a song. Is it? Azzy. Azzy, sorry, <laughs> yeah. my apologies, Mazzy. Um it was the song, is it called Devil Devil I Don't Like You or something? Um, that was one of them. And so we did a Grace Like Rain, was it, or something? Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, everyone used to love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember it, man, because thinking back now, you were actually the first person who gave me an opportunity to perform as a Christian artist, if you want to even call it that. That's, that's what I am, you know, and I remember that very well. I remember our rehearsals during the vocal that time in that empty uh, where it felt like we were at the at the, um, the North Pole. It was that cold, man, even with the heaters on. I'm wearing my hoodie and my hat, and I'm just, like, trying to perform, but my hands are just going 100 miles an hour because I'm so cold. I don't think anyone has seen rappers so wrapped up, you know, for a performance, so... Oh, yeah, hey, come on, man. My goodness, you know, and, and I... Oh, it's funny, but... I was actually watching that video that we had. I think it was Kirilinski posted on Facebook live when it was recorded. Oh. And I, I dressed like, remember Eminem in 8 Mile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where he wears the beanie and the grey sweatshirt and then the long baggy pants. I dressed like him, except I wore a snapback facing backwards, which I didn't like wearing snapbacks, but because it was part of the image, I wore it. And then I wore like high tops. I didn't like high tops. I wore them because they, I thought they made me look swaggy because I was trying to be American instead of Irish, instead of myself. But I remember those days very well, man. <laughs> yeah, those are good days, man. Yeah. So, Jcast, today's episode, man, we've talked about it already, is the impact of Christian hip-hop. Mm. And the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to put you on the spot because you're well able. Um, oh. Name as many Christian hip-hop artists as you can. Go. Christian hip-hop artists. Okay, of course, Lecrae will be the first. Yeah. Maybe Andy Minio. Uh, no big deal, John Keith. Uh, we got D, um, D1, Show Baraka. Uh, we got Cross Movement. Uh, really old school guys. 
Uh, we got T-Bone, very old school guy as well. Um, who else do we got? There's a bunch of names. You got me in the morning here. Um, Shobaraka. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Oh, I can see his face. Ah, Mama told me all the time. Uh, got yeah. Um, yeah, just the topic came to my head, but yeah, I can go on, I guess, if you give me some more time, but I don't want to take up all your time. <laughs> oh, I'll give it a go. Um, in England, we have Jay Vessel, Governor B, still shady. Oh. We have uh, Melvillus, we have Dwayne Triumph, who's like the OG over there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Else have we got, we have got Saint CJ, who's an up and coming artist. Um, now we move over to America, we have Lecrae, One Day, Trip Lee, Tadashi. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OV, we have Lap Mode Records, which is Esso, who's another British artist. You have Shylin, you have God Servant, you have Jason, yeah. you have um, the boys, are they called the Hezekiah? No, I, I can't remember their name. But then if you move across, obviously you've got KB, you've got Swoop, you've got YB, who's an incredible artist. Uh, you've yeah. John Keith, no big deal, as you said. We've also got Ruslan, we've got um, Mowgli the Iceberg. Loso, seven, Loso. Yeah, Lo ah. yeah. Loso, yes, Loso makes music. But I, I want to include him in today's conversation, man, him and Award, because they're Christian hip-hop artists. People, when people think of hip-hop, man, suddenly it's music. But if you, think of, if you break down hip-hop, it actually breaks down into a bunch of different avenues, spoken word and mm. poetry, and then it goes into, like, uh, street or last street dance and break dancing and things like that so it'll be really cool to be able to talk about that in some way today you know you've forgotten another key one jack hill perry jack oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and as in every album that she's dropped so far where well, there's only two there's the art of joy and then yeah. there's crescendo which is her latest one yeah she's incredible she is really good and here's one for you i wanted to say this right so she released a reel on instagram on her instagram where she um she used Kendrick Lamar's latest beat, Mr. Oh, yeah. Morali, I think it's called. Yeah, and man. can I be honest, and I, I, this is probably blasphemous to say this, but she does the song better than he does. She so used his beat, but made it better than he did. I listened to it, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Listen to Jackie Hill. And when you hear Jackie Hill go, yeah, yeah, you know, you're like, yo, listen, because she's, she's about to go in with some serious bars, you know? Yeah. No, she's, she's talented, man. She's a good rapper. Absolutely. There's, yeah. there's not many people that I can say that about. There's a lot of people doing it, but there's a lot of people doing it very well. Other people are doing okay. Other people are not consistent enough, but that's that's another topic anyway, you know. But um, I want to ask you, man, so we're talking about Christian hip-hop because mm -hmm. we talk about it all the time. It's it's what we listen to on a weekly basis. I know I'm, I'm listening to it every day without fail. Mm -hmm. But Jake asks, how did you get introduced to hip-hop? You weren't born with this and you, someone had to invite you or something was presented to you. So do you want to share that for us, man? Yeah. So actually, man, I think my earliest memory of hip hop, I think I was probably five or probably six years of age. Um, I remember standing in front of the TV and MTV was on and um, it was like just music was playing and it on comes Mary Mary with shackles and I remember watching a whole music video. I just, I just stood so still. And it's just my gob was dropping because I heard 
them wanting to praise God. And this is on a secular TV. Yeah. And so I remember just watching that as a kid thinking, what? They're talking about God on TV and this is cool music. And I love, I loved everything about it. The music, the lyrics, the feel. And so that was my first um, major experience of hip hop yeah. as a kid. Um, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I grew up, you know, listening to, funny enough, DC Talk, which a lot of people don't know much about DC Talk. Yeah. They're a very well-known Christian band back in their day. Uh, but actually, Toby Mack, who was, he was one of the vocalists, but he also did a lot of rap on there. Uh, and in actual fact, DC Talk were, I mean, I grew up on these guys. I, I love their songs and their music um, from the youngest of ages. And um, they, these guys were one of the pioneers, actually, for hip-hop, rap music to be accepted even in the Christian church. Yeah. So without these guys, I might have delayed that process, mm. but they were actually a big factor in helping Christian hip-hop um, become a thing within the church, being accepted in the church, which was a big deal because it's funny, you have a lot of Christian churches I thought rap music was the devil's music, you know, and voice and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, that was my earliest experience. And then fast forward, I was probably around 10 years of age, and um, actually, my older brother, Nathan, uh, we were in the States, we we're in Orlando, Florida around, and he bought an album um, and it was Lecrae's very first album, Real Talk. Yeah. And I think he didn't really listen to it that much at all. I remember when I grabbed hold of it, I couldn't stop listening to it. And it, it was it was the most impactful I think one of the most impactful um, moments of my life actually was listening to that album, starting with the first track sold out. And I just listened to it before we got on this podcast because I remember how deeply it impacted me as a 10, 10, 11 year old. I'm thinking, wow, like this guy is sold out for the gospel. And not only that, he can actually make being Christian sound cool and sound exciting and sound fun and sound something that's of such great worth in this life and I just remember listening to being so impacted being like that's that's the life I want to live you know that was that that I there's so many thoughts are running into my life but that was one of the thoughts I want to be like that unashamed um of the gospel and so that entire album I don't I can't tell you how many times I listen listen to that album again and again and again and again and again it's just been so hugely impactful in my life. And then following his second album then, uh, which we can get on that later. But yeah, so basically that was kind of my lead up to falling in love with hip hop because even prior to that, yes, I listened to DC Talk, which is a huge one. And I think like nine, 10, I was listening to a lot of rock music, even up until I was like 13, 14. I loved rock, I loved heavy metal, yeah. um, particularly the Christian stuff I listened to um, was pretty good. but. Um, hip-hop was really became my love out of all the genres at such a young age so yeah that's basically the story in a nutshell and how that came about yeah because it's mad man because I remember um so well how I got introduced to Christian hip-hop and I initially I would have said it was by accident but Mm. it wasn't I believe it was by the plan of God that Mm. because God has used uh, Christian hip-hop in my life to be such a source of strength, of encouragement for me and in my own walk and in my own journey as a creative. But I remember it because growing up, man, I was introduced to hip hop in school. Mm. You, know, you heard people listening to the likes of Eminem, Professor Green, Jay-Z, Kanye West. I didn't really listen to Jay-Z or Kanye West till a lot later, maybe about two years ago, I started listening to him. So mm. I'm, I'm very new to the whole party on that side of it. 
But I remember, man, growing up, obviously Eminem was my favourite. Um, being able to listen to how he could articulate his problems and everything. But there was one Sunday, and I'll never forget, in my house where I was living, we used to have what was called a games room. Just a small little room with two couches, and we used to have our Xbox in there. Well, it was my brothers. I used to play it all the time because I was a teenager with nothing else to do. And there's a game I love playing, Halo. I mean, I could play Halo and just... You'd, I wouldn't even have to leave the room, just bring the food into me and I'll eat it and I'll continue playing. And I used to, I, there was these big headphones I was wearing. They, they cost about 10 euro from uh, Heaton's at the time, or Sports World it was called. I put them on and I was listening to a song on YouTube by Eminem with 50 Cent. The title mm. was called My Life. Mm. Then in the related video section, there was this guy called Lecrae and his mm. song was Don't Waste Your Life. Yeah. And I clicked into it, I was like, oh, okay. I remember listening to it, man, and being just like, what an absolute tool, rapping about Jesus and not wasting your life and living for Jesus. And I'm thinking, but Jesus is dead, man. Like, like, what are you, what are you talking about him for? He's dead. And then obviously that was that sparked an interest in me to listen to more. So I listened to more of Lecrae, and then I listened to an interview he had with a YouTube channel called I Am Second, which is basically where like different people would come on, they would share their testimonies. Um, propaganda was on there as well man and I remember that really just was the vehicle that the Lord used to introduce Christian hip hop into me and then I think it was a year or two later I got wonderfully saved um, it was the 7th of January or sorry 7th of July 2013 I remember the day very well as clear as it was yesterday man and it was ever since then that Christian hip hop has, has been my go to option for music like you know on Spotify right every year they do this thing called Wrapped which is basically they get all the analytics of what you listen to that year and put it into categories with countries and hours and your favorite songs. Like mm. Christian hip hop has been my top genre of music for the last four years. Last year, I listened to 54,000 minutes of music. Mm. If you break that down, that's like, what is it? 54,000. It works out about 1,000 music, uh, 1,000 minutes of music a week, which yeah. I think is like, one to two hours of music a day i think something like that i may be miles wrong if i am that's totally okay too oh, yeah. it's been such a blessing to me i've got the opportunity man to meet some artists over in the uk mm -hmm. to be able to buy their merch to be able to share their stuff on instagram because i know the impact it's having on me so it's effortless for me to share a video and encourage people to check it out in hopes that it would like a spark underneath them and encourage them on their journey of faith, you know, but I remember it being so profound in my life, man. And on mm -hmm. the back of that, so we both know how we both were introduced to Christian hip hop, but I suppose, man, what impact or what sort of a blessing has Christian hip hop been to you? Because mm -hmm. we listen to it a lot and there's a clear reason why we listen to it a lot. Mm -hmm. I suppose, do you want to kick us off, man? Like maybe what impact has, has there been certain moments of time that has been, really a strength or an encouragement to you yeah I, I just want to say i mean before i get into the impact of hip-hop i mean of course hugely like the the youth the youth group and the pastors and leaders and and the christian friends i've had of course have been the majority of you know the impact and influence in my life growing up yeah. but but second to that christian hip-hop has definitely been um, the second in line. I mean, it's been such a major, 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 major part of my life. And I don't just say that just to like wave my flag around, but it truly has yeah. um, since that 10, 11 years of age, listening to that first song by Lecrae sold out all the way through to 
when I found myself in, in secondary school and especially even in college, actually, um, I remember listening to Fanatic and listening to um, the Don't Waste Your Life and, and listening to um, Tell the World and, and so many different songs along my journey of life as a teenager into my young adults years in my first like year or two in college yeah. uh, where like you, you battle you battle things like everyone battles things you know you battle you know you battle people's opinions in your own mind you you, you battle with you know a, a sense of like should I go out there and explore things and do this and do that but it's amazing how even Christian hip-hop has actually um, really encouraged me and impacted me to come back to the exciting hope of Christ, you know, yeah. and, and the gospel. So um, how, it, how it, it's impacted me, I would say it's impacted me to, um, you know, to go on in my faith and actually proclaim the good news uh, to my friends and, and really just want to get deeper, actually, even into the word. Um, because it'd be some amazing statements that be made from guys like Lecrae, um, Show Baraka, and other guys, where they say a statements of their faith, and I, and it, sometimes it made me think, wow, like they're so bold about that. There's something might maybe I'm missing, or they might say something that I already know, but it starts resonating because like that's what I believe, and that's what I know to be real. I've experienced this, and bring back memories of when God has touched my life at a youth weekend or when God met me in my bedroom uh, when I was on my knees asking for help or you know so there's been so many different occasions um, in my life where Christian hip-hop music has brought me to remember what Christ has done in my life brought me to remember the hope of the gospel the only truth the only way um, the most fulfilling life and exciting life to have and live um, it, it's brought me to remember all that God has been doing in my life and everything I can hope for and uh, be assured in, in for the future, you know? So yeah, it, it's, it's such a broad thing, you know what I mean? But just, just to even give you some sort of glimpses as how it's brought such impact, uh, let aside, you know, all the creativity and, and music that I like to make myself. Of course, that's been one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, influence next to gospel music, but that hip hop has been huge. Um, in so many regards so yeah 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 I totally agree man I really like the fact that you you reminded our listeners that it's obviously it's it's come second in light of <clears throat> sorry in light of being involved in your local church being under your local leadership is vitally important because mm. what I would say for me with Christian hip-hop is it's been a res one of many resources not mm. the only resource but it's been one of many resources that the Lord has allowed me to enjoy and appreciate and, and encourage me and really caused me to be further unashamed to be able to get out there and release content to the world in light of the impact that those guys have had. Like I often think to myself, man, um, if Lecrae didn't release that video, Don't Waste Your Life, would I have heard the gospel? Mm. You know, and that's really what, for me, that's really what it comes down to. Um, not in a, in a way of pressure, but, but, trusting god with the unknown seeds that are planted and you may not you're not not you may not you will not know the impact you're having this side of eternity mm -hmm. so you plant seeds in faith you trust him by faith and you yeah. continue your journey with him by faith man so it, it for me it's really been that um the reason why i listen to so much christian hip-hop is because there's so much filth out there 
Yeah, there is. Call a spade a spade. Whereas if I listen to Christian hip hop, I'm, I know there's a couple of things that are going to be guaranteed with most artists. The vibes, the the band, the tunes will be popping in terms of the music, the beats, uh-huh. the guitar, but also the content. So I'm very big on um, wordplay, punchlines. Like, what, I don't care if the song is the best beat in the world. I want to know what you're saying. Yeah. You need to understand what are you trying to address in the song. And when I understand it, I further appreciate it. Yeah. I know other people want to just hear a good tune just to jam away, whereas I want to hear the content first. Mm. Because a good tune without a content is not a good tune, in my opinion. Mm. That's, I think that's why I love spoken word so much, man. Like because you're not you're not you're not constrained or boxed into, you know, the the BPM beats per minute for a track. You can say what you want, how you want it, and you're allowed to exercise your voice projection higher and lower at certain points. So it, it allows a lot of um, freedom. Mm. You know, like I know at the start when I started my journey, I thought I was going to be the next Lecrae, and then I realized, man, that spoken word is for me. Yeah, I, I love hip hop. I love Christian hip hop, man. But it's it's I, right now. I don't believe it's my forte, so I'm focusing on the spoken word to allow for. It's better for live performances. I think people like the raw acapella yeah. aspect because they can hear everything. Whereas mm. if it's with the tune, a lot of your emotions and stuff can get drowned yeah. out by the music playing through the speakers. Mm. So it's that kind of vibe as well, man. You know. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you this question because. My first concert that I actually got to see you in was in our church. We had a ministry called um, Live at the Sanctuary, His Place, Your Music. And I can't remember the year, but I know it was Esso and Daniel Serene, who are two Christian hip-hop artists from the UK. They came over, and you and Rafa were the opening slash support acts for them. And I remember you performed songs like Green Light, Yellow Light, Red Light, Stop. You know, and I want to ask you, man, because... That night at our church, man, there was, I think there was like five to 600 young people mm. from Cork City mm. in a Christian church at a Christian hip-hop concert. Yeah. What was that like? Do you want to talk us through, man? What was it like with the honor of being blessed with it? What it was like to perform on the night? Yeah, um, that was exhilarating, actually, at that age. I never thought my entire life. First of all, a well-known Christian hip-hop artist who's done songs with my favorite artists, um, coming to our actual church yeah. um, and that being an opening act. That was, that was really big. That was back in 2014, I believe. Wow. Um, I was thinking it was in my first year, first or second year in college. And um, yeah, I remember being like, whoa, I have nothing recorded. I got to get something going. And I remember like, I, I literally came up with, I did all music on, on Logic Pro. I came up with my own beats um they weren't well at all mixed they were like raw they were raw as raw can be but we made it work you know what i mean and then one of my other songs i did i got andrew my cousin andrew to hop on the drums and so i did some live music instrumentation for my second or third song i can't remember the exact order but yeah so raf and i were just pumped man you know um he did three of his i did three of mine uh, but I remember the excitement. It was just like unbelievable. And it just gave me a glimpse into the future. You know, I felt like, Lord, please allow me to continue to, um, you know, show these lyrics and songs you give me to other people, yeah. be it in the church, outside the church, whatever platform you give me, 
um you know and i just remember that being the crime it's still the crime of my heart i'm still like you know i'm still writing songs I'm still writing rap and still writing um all these things but i remember just back then thinking wow i just i was just so grateful first and foremost and, and actually i have to give honor to um patrick dobbin yeah. um for even considering uh me um to be a part of that and to perform like it was it was one of the biggest honors ever um to even be considered first of all that it's like actually opening up so that was huge you know that he would trust me and, and want me to do that and um if it wasn't for patrick this whole thing wouldn't have happened but um it was certainly extremely exciting and um i mean it was we were young bucks you know so um it wasn't as professional as what you would go to a concert today but it was fun it was exciting it was fresh yeah. and raw in in you know many ways um so yeah i was gonna ask man so obviously like with the with the concert there was uh rehearsals on the day you're there you're getting the place ready and stuff did you and rafa get the opportunity really man just to sit down and chop it up with so in any way or was it strictly his room your room go up there and perform and, and that's it yeah very little conversation happened honestly um it felt like they were in and out type of thing and you know they had their own place and things like that and if we did talk with them very few very short time you know um so yeah um i don't recall like having a serious conversation or being to chat about something i wanted to chat about yeah um yeah it was more like a pass and go yeah but yeah but it was great just to have them there and, and perform before them. That was really cool. So Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, I want to ask you this question. This is a kind of cool question to ask because I like these sort of questions because it causes your brain to actually think a bit quicker. Um, so we know a lot about Christian hip-hop. We know what videos, all that kind of stuff. But um, if Jordan Cassidy right now, as in today, could create a tour to go on with five Christian hip-hop artists, who would they be? Where would you go and why? Oh, wow. Um, well, I have to say, and <coughs> just because the Korea has been like one of the main uh, inspirations in Christian hip hop, I'd have to say the Cray. Yeah. Second to KB, because KB is the greatest in the game lyrically and artistically. Um, so there'd definitely be two. You said five, is it? Yes. Um, Oh, man. Sheesh. I don't know, man. Um, I, I'm, I might put Triple E on there, maybe. I, I really like Triple E. I loved his voice. I love some of his songs. Uh, I'd probably put on... Yeah, so Triple E, I'd probably put on... Um, maybe No Big Deal. Okay. Um, I, really, I really enjoy No Big Deal. And um, oof, you put me on a spot, my friend. Good. Fifth one, fifth one. Uh, let me put on. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah. I put on Swoop, maybe. Wow. I enjoy yeah. Swoop. Uh, so, so yeah, those would be my five. But it might change. If I had more time to think about it, I'd probably change it. But just on the spot, I'll just say those five. Where would we go? Uh, we would go from. I would love this tour of the States, man. Just, I'll put it out there. I'd, I'd love to do that. I'd love to go all over um, to LA, to Tampa, to 
bunch of different places. NY, I'd love to go to NY and do a concert there. That would be a dream come true. Um, I'd love to go in, into Ireland, do a big one in Cork, do a big one in Dublin, big one in Belfast, yeah. um, go to the UK, go to different parts of Europe. Um, yeah, kind of all over, man. But I, I definitely love to do between, between all over the States and hit up New York City, being one and then go to three places in Ireland just because it's my home country it'd be amazing and um UK I think that'd be sick yeah. really good yeah yeah because I because I was thinking about it today man just that even as I was before before we hopped on here and the artists I would choose <coughs> pardon me I would have a mix between hip-hop and spoken word so mm -hmm. for hip-hop I would have um definitely KB there's no question in my mind about that um, there would be no big deal as well, but I would also have John Keefe, mm. and they would be the three, three, three hip hop guys, right? But then I would do spoken word, so I would have Loso and A Ward. Um, I just think it would be great to have a, a, a variety, man. You know, it present true multiple memes on the night. Obviously, it would be very visual heavy. The lads would use the big visuals in the churches and stuff. Um, but I would do Europe. Mm. Simply because America, they're doing it all the time anyway. And I yeah, wonder yeah, if yeah, so yeah, familiar yeah. with just doing the same place over and over. Whereas Europe's different, man. I mean, the gospel is still spreading through Europe, but in America, it's quite set. People are quite used to it and stuff. I think, though, like, when talking about places to perform, what, what has been, like, something I would love to do is do it in college campuses, mm. especially um, because those are the places where there's a real fight for the gospel sure. and bring in influential artists there into the college campuses from the US through, through the Ireland and the rest of Europe. That would be absolutely amazing. So yeah. Because even thinking of it, man, the fact that you brought up college campuses, that's actually how uh Tadashi and Lecrae met. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was Tadashi that shared the gospel with Lecrae first. And then Tripoli was around the college kind of thing as well. I remember listening to a podcast on The Relevant magazine, I think it was, mm -hmm. and that they were sharing about that. So there's another example, man, of just what people can do when they get together on college campuses, you know, and look what that's yeah. come for, for them, you know. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'll ask you this question, and I'll give you a minute or two to think. Um, as a way, I suppose, to we're coming to the end of the episode, right? Your top three to five Christian hip-hop albums of all time. And you're making that face because right now your brain has just gone, ha, 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 Jordan. Uh, okay. Um, shoot. That's a tough one. Um, favorite albums and most impactful are... That's, yeah, that's subjective. Kind of two different things. Yeah. It can be two different things. Um, I would say for pure Christian hip hop, uh, I'm not trying to go in any particular order of number one, but just in the top five, maybe. Um, I would say, oh dear. I would say after the music stops. Yes. Um, I would probably put in Gravity. Okay. Wow. Um, both by Lecrae, for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I would probably put in 
For nostalgic sake, I'd put in formerly known by Andy Andy Mineo. Yes, yes. Um, ay, 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 by KB. Man, I love I loved his Waiting Glory album. Yeah, I, I think if he re- redid his Waiting Glory album and better produced it, it would be on stinking real because the the production was. It was decent, but yeah. it could have been a lot better. I think it was just because it was his first album. You know, production always, um, you know, increases as you go along. But probably Waiting Glory. What am I, three or four? That's four now. Four. Deary me. Oh, my gosh. EPs don't count because you said albums. Albums, yeah, there's a difference. Ha. Huh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Today we rebel, or his glory alone, but probably, probably. Oh, that's a tough one. It's tied between today we rebel, his glory. I like. I really love both albums. Yeah. Um. But I think today we rebel. You've had more time to sit on. Yeah. His glory alone. That was twenty twenty. Was it last? Yeah. Like it's it's just funny with me. Like, like with KB, um, it'd be a tie between those albums because I'm very selective with, I go, some albums are hard for me to choose because I only may like select five songs from the album. And that's with me with KB. If I'm talking about his lyrics, wow. But if I'm talking about the music, which is also a big aspect, um, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I'm just select with songs in that, in that case, but. Yeah. I do like, I'd say Waiting Glory is definitely up there with KB in the top five. Wow. And I know there's another artist I'm trying to think of. Most of my favorite albums have been The Cray, just because they've been such a big part of my journey. So more subjective than maybe, you know, critical of other albums out there. But Le has been the biggest um, artist I've listened to my whole life. So, um, yeah, so Gravity, I said, after the music stops, and I'll probably even add in this first album. Yeah. Even though it's one of the most impactful, but I, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah my list is a bit different. Um, in no particular order, I've written, I've written them down because my brain is a bit slow sometimes. Um, mm. Lecrae, one of my favorite, my favorite album of his is Anomaly. Anomaly, interesting, okay. Just because there's such yeah. a variety of, of different stuff, every track is different, and I, I personally, I like that. It's like a compilation album in, mm. in some respects, just in terms of the music, the artists he had on. Yeah. Um, I think the song he has with um, Carrie Job, Broken, is powerful. Mm. Um, I don't know, just it gets me every time I listen to it. Um, Esso has an album. So Esso has a, an album which is kind of like a trilogy. So it begins, so it continues, or so it begins... So it continues. And so it continues and so it ends, sorry. And yeah. um, so it continues is by far my favorite album of his. I just, wow. Well, I mean, I, I, I listen to it regularly enough, but every time I listen to it, you kind of savor it more. You appreciate what he's saying more. Mm-hmm. Triply has an album called Rise. Mm-hmm. I just really like it because I think the production, I think the content, I think the music is all packaged very well. Mm-hmm. Jackie Hill Perry has an album called The Art of Joy. Mm-hmm. And 
it, it, it gets better with time. It, like, it's absolutely incredible. Um, and the last album would be, the, my favourite one would be obviously KB, uh, Tomorrow We Live. Yeah. Just, I don't know, I just like it. It's, it's not very hip-hop heavy in terms of, like, boom bap beats and stuff, but there's a lot of, like, spoken word there. There's slower stuff. And it gives the, the listener time to take their time listening to it as they're listening through. And I really like that. So my list is a lot different, but that's because there's some days I'm in the mood for just big tunes. And then other days I just want to mm. listen to spoken word or, you know, you kind of have your go-to tracks and stuff. And Jake on as a way to close out the uh, this podcast episode. So our listeners, man, um, maybe they're listening and they, the only Christian music they listen to is Christian or Chris Tomlin. If it is, um, Please check out Maverick City, uh, Hillsong, Elevation. Um, mm. My brain's gone. Uh, Shane and Shane. Make sure you check out Shane and Shane. They're probably my all-time favourite at the moment. Travis Green. Travis Green, Dante Bowie, Matt, not Matt Chandler, Michael Chandler, or is that his name? Chandler Moore, sorry. <laughs> Ron Cannoli. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, man, a question I suppose to our listeners. So obviously it's, it's a Christian hip-hop podcast episode, right? Um, mm. If you could recommend one or two songs for our listeners to check out today, um, who would it be as a way to close out the episode for them to actually go away and listen to it? I'm assuming Christian hip-hop, yeah? Yeah. Um, I would say probably something in... Oh my gosh. Okay, now you really put me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. I would say Joyful Noise by Flame. Yeah. That's a really good song. And by the way, Katy Perry stole his beat, and that is a fact. Uh, they went to court. So, for those who don't know, um, she did too. That's right. I remember that. Yes. Joyful Noise by, by Flame. That's a good one to get into because it's a mixture of hip hop and some rock vibes. And it has kind of like a, a, a praise worship course in there. So it's quite unique in that regard. Um, and I would say second, oh my gosh. Um, I'd say Lecrae, Tell the World is really nice. That's a good one. Um, and I'm gonna throw in a third, KB. Um, which album should I select from? Because you have you have to get you have to get one of those one of KB as well. You can't just ignore KB. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh! Help me out, Jerry. Help me out with some suggestions of KB. Uh. Well, my suggestion would be No Chains. No Chains. That's uh, very like hip hop, hip hop like kind of. Church clap. Church clap. Okay, that's a good one. Church clap. If, you're, if you're talking to a Christian audience, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, if a non Christian, what would be good? Uh, a song would be called, uh, if, you're, if they're a non Christian listening to it, it would be a song by KB called Drowning. It's oh, on his yeah. album uh, Tomorrow We Live. Yeah. Uh, just a, it's a very powerful song talking about the idea, the reality of life, man, being, mm. uh, being overcome with the waves and battles of life. And one of the lines he says in the song is, um, Oh, he saves. Let him become your life. Feeling mm. like you're gone too far or you're too far gone. Oh, mm. my Lord loves your type. Yeah. And to me, that will always be one of the most profound lyrics I've ever heard in music. So KB Drowning would be a suggestion if that helps. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. 
yeah i well those would be my two to start off with anyway and something of kb so absolutely there we For go me, as i said i think you guys know it will be kb no chains the second one Second one I have would be probably a strange one, J Cash. You probably wouldn't be expecting this, but S O I am. Oh, it's a tune for your car, for your study, for the gym, for walking, all that sort of stuff. It's just, it's a powerful song. Yeah, actually, that is really good. Mm -hmm. I like the song um, more than I can bear. Yes. I've been through trials and tribulations. It's been a while since I was saved and I might smile on rare occasions. This mess yeah. won't leave me depressed and I don't need Jesus in a season of stress. I'm out of breath now because I can't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, I like that. And that gets me. His, his, his ability, even that rhyme scheme. And it's as soon as he goes in, it's like usually with the rhyme scheme, they will wait till the middle or coming to the end of a song. He just goes straight out the gate, man. It's just like, boom. Yeah. Do you know? So it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely but man it has been an honor as always a joy oh. and it's effortless to talk with you man you are now officially the the guest who's been on my podcast the most oh <laughs> yeah man three times this is this is like world record stuff here you know let me get on a guinness book of records hey come on man but i do i want to thank you man do you know what in a way to close this right so we've been a mash mash massive fan of christian hip-hop i know for me it's probably been about eight nine years since i've got saved man mm -hmm. and there's one thing i've wanted one thing is for a, for a big christian hip-hop artist to come to ireland yeah god answers my prayer oh no don't say that but on, but on the wrong time well maybe it's not an answer to your prayer uh, right there's 365 <laughs> days in a year and me, Jerry, like i literally don't go anywhere except like if i'm going on a family holiday in august and so before, the day is coming to Ireland on Sunday, the 3rd right. of July. So let me put some context here. Jerry, I asked, well, so obviously I go, I go to, to Pastor Patrick and yeah. say, hey, would you guys send a team over to us for our youth retreat? Our youth retreat is starting on July 4th yep. through the 7th. Uh, Jerry happened to be handpicked for that team. And fast forward, only not even a few weeks after he gets on the team, he finds out Lecrae for the very first time in history comes to Dublin one yeah. day before that youth retreat, which is the same day Jerry is flying out from Dublin where he's performing to Geneva, Switzerland. So I'm so sorry, but God, God is still blessing you either way. <laughs> no, do you know what, man? Like, no, it's not even that. Like, I wasn't even like, oh, do I go to Geneva and be a blessing to Jordan? <laughs> I know, literally, man. I know. Man. But, like, literally, man. It's quite ironic, though. It's funny. Nine years, I mean, he answered your prayer, but. You just didn't ask God specifically, can I go to the... You just said, can Lecrae come to Ireland? But you didn't say, yeah. unless you correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. that I'd be there as well. But so, it's funny, because even in Young Adults Ministry, man, right? We're hanging out with the lads last Sunday. We went to Kinsale just to have some food, and we had a meeting there, right? And um, everyone's like, oh, you're going to Lecrae? And I'm like, I'm just... I, uh, I want to growl at them in, like, disgust. Uh, uh, like, because they know Lecrae because they listen to one or two songs. I know him because I've followed his career. I've listened to his albums. I've yeah. watched his videos, his podcast episodes. And the one day he comes to Ireland, God decides, now, Jerry, I'm going to plant you in a place called Switzerland in Geneva for that day, which mm -hmm. I'm buzzing about. I can't wait, man. I wish it was tomorrow. That was God testing your faith. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and I, I passed the test with just how humbly I am to, to continue to come to Geneva. <laughs> but no, man, honestly, it's, it's mad. And, and Lord willing, now that someone like Lecrae has come to Ireland, that, that this may be the start of regular. I know Governor B comes to Ireland, but he comes every October with the worship band Rent Collective. So yeah. that, that's kind of different. Lecrae's coming over on his own, which is it's a bigger deal. He doesn't have the support of a well-known touring band or you know what I mean so but yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's my rant aside God is still good even though I can't go to Lecrae if you're listening to this yes Lecrae is coming to Dublin on the 3rd of July to a place called the Button Factory you can get your tickets on Ticketmaster.com and I don't know why I'm giving free publicity but I do know because I want you to go there and enjoy the concert and for a 20% discount just put in Jerry D 2022 and yeah, 20% discount on your tickets. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, stop. Wow. Yeah. Man, this has been a joy to, to talk with you. Um, yeah. you're an absolute legend. You're one of my closest friends. Oh, you're the legend here, my friend. Thank yeah. you, man. But guys, for those of you that have listened to the podcast episode, thank you so much. It has been a joy to chop it up with my, my longest Christian friend, which is Jordan. He's an awesome dude. Um, dresses a bit funny at times, but that's okay too. He's a legend um, in every way, shape or form, any conversations I've had with him. But for those of you that have tuned in, I'm so thankful that you did. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And also don't forget to go, even after you listen to this podcast episode, listen to some of the recommendations me and Jordan gave. And maybe it might be a blessing to you. If you don't like it, that's totally fine. But hey, don't knock it till you try it, right? Oh, that's Bible. That's just something I said to try to sound funny as a way to close the episode out. But guys, God bless you. And until next time, take care. God bless. Salute. Thank you again for tuning in to another week of the Hope Sessions podcast. I hope that it was a blessing and an encouragement to you. And if so, would you mind doing me a favor and leaving a review? Uh, it takes two minutes, but it greatly helps to spread the message about this podcast and to encourage people to check it out but also don't forget to like share and subscribe share it on your facebook instagram twitter whatever social media platforms you use and don't forget hope is to life as austin is to the body until next time take care and god bless